Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Friday, March 1st. On today's show, McKinnon hits a season high of 100 points in the Avs' win, and Bryant collects his ring before exiting the arena. Plus, Wemby outduels Holmgren, sealing the win in the clutch. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a remarkable display of skill in the world of sports. Colorado star Nathan McKinnon has achieved a milestone, scoring a goal and an assist, bringing his total to 100 points in just 61 games this season. This was during the Avalanche's 5-0 victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about McKinnon's achievement? Absolutely, David. McKinnon's 36th goal of the season, which he scored with just over two minutes left in the third period, has placed him in an elite group. He now joins Peter Stastny, Joe Sakic, Michel Goulet, and Peter Forsberg as the only players in Nordique's Avalanche NHL history with multiple 100-point seasons. That's quite an accomplishment. How did McKinnon react to this achievement? McKinnon was quite modest about his accomplishment, simply stating that it's great. However, Colorado coach Jared Bednar was more expressive, calling it an incredible feat and praising McKinnon's ability to contribute on a daily basis. And how did the rest of the team perform in this game? The Avalanche had a strong performance overall. Zach Paris added two goals and an assist, and Ross Colton and Devin Toes also scored. Justice Enunen made 24 saves, achieving his first career shutout in nine NHL appearances. The Avalanche now stands at 2-1 against the Blackhawks this season. What about the Blackhawks? How are they faring this season? The Blackhawks are struggling, to say the least. They've now lost five consecutive games and stand at 5-24 in their last 29 games. Their goaltender, Petr Mrazek, made 29 stops in the game against Colorado. When is the next game between these two teams? The Avalanche and the Blackhawks will face off again on Monday night at Colorado. It will be interesting to see if the Blackhawks can turn things around or if the Avalanche will continue their winning streak. Thanks for that update, Abby. Now, let's switch gears to an unusual turn of events in the NBA. Suspended Miami Heat center Thomas Bryant was allowed to attend a game in Denver, not to play, but to receive a championship ring from his former team, the Denver Nuggets. Bryant, who was part of the Nuggets' championship-winning team last season, is currently serving a suspension. Bella, our correspondent for Simply Sports, is here to delve into this story. Can you tell us more about this unique situation? Certainly, David. The NBA made a special allowance for Bryant to be present before the game, as it was the Heat's only visit this season to Denver. Suspended players are typically not allowed to be at the arena on game nights. But the Nuggets wanted to honor Bryant, who was part of their team when they won their first NBA title last June. What was the atmosphere like during the ring ceremony? The Nuggets rolled out the red carpet for Bryant. He watched a video tribute on the big screen and received a warm embrace from his former teammates, who also handed him his championship ring. The crowd cheered as Bryant slipped the ring onto his hand and tapped at his heart in appreciation. Nuggets coach Michael Malone said the ceremony was a way of thanking Bryant for his contributions. And what happened after the ceremony? 
Right after the ring ceremony, Bryant had to leave the building as he's currently serving a three-game suspension for his involvement in an altercation against the New Orleans Pelicans last week. Bryant was traded to the Nuggets from the Lakers in 2023, but he didn't play much for Denver, did he? That's correct. Bryant played sparingly for Denver after being acquired in a four-team trade. He only played briefly in one postseason game during Denver's championship run. He then signed with the Heat as a free agent over the summer and is currently averaging 4.2 points and 3.1 rebounds over 25 games for Miami. It seems like the Nuggets have a tradition of honoring their former players. Indeed, they do. The Nuggets handed out their championship rings before their first game of the season against the Lakers. They've also honored other players from last year's championship roster who returned to Denver with their new teams. This includes Bruce Brown, Ish Smith, and Jeff Green. Thanks for those insights, Bella. Speaking of sports, let's move over to the basketball court where the San Antonio Spurs and rookie Victor Wembanyama put on a memorable performance in their first home game in 26 days. After a roller coaster of a game, the Spurs rallied for a 132-118 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder, with Wembanyama making his mark on the victory with a three-pointer and a block in the final minutes. He finished with 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, and 5 blocks, becoming the first player in NBA history to have at least 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 three-pointers in a game. Here with more is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about Wembanyama's performance? Absolutely, David. Wembanyama's performance was nothing short of historic. The seven-foot-four rookie was instrumental in the Spurs' victory, especially in the final minutes of the game. His ability to make big plays under pressure was evident, and he's not afraid to take the shots when the game is on the line. Spurs coach Greg Popovich praised Wembanyama for his fearlessness and his love for those crucial moments. Wembanyama's stats are impressive. How does he compare to other players in the league? Wembanyama is an elite company. He became the third player to average 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 blocks over a 7-game span since 1973-74, joining David Robinson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This month alone, he's had 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 blocks in a game three times. The only other two players to achieve that in a month since blocks became official were Abdul-Jabbar and Hakeem Olajuwon. That's quite an achievement. How does Wembanyama feel about his performance and his role in the team? Wembanyama is certainly ambitious. He's expressed his desire to be great and is willing to face the challenges that come with it. He's also shown significant improvement, playing the entire fourth quarter for the second consecutive game. He believes that he and the team are on the right path. And what about the Rookie of the Year award? Does Wembanyama have a shot at it? Wembanyama has made it clear that winning the Rookie of the Year award is very important to him. His teammate, Devin Vassell, believes the race is already over given Wembanyama's consistent performances. However, Wembanyama himself is more cautious, pointing out that there are still 22 games left in the season. Thanks for the update, Celeste. Now shifting gears to Major League Baseball, where the average salary rose 7.1% last year to a record $4,525,709, according to the annual report the Players Association issued recently. 
However, several teams appear to be cutting payroll for 2024. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this trend in MLB salaries? Certainly, David. After a decline in 2021, following the pandemic-shortened season, the average salary rose 23% over two seasons. The 2022 average marked a 14.8% increase from 2021. These figures are based on the 2023 salaries, earned bonuses, and prorated shares of signing bonuses for 1,038 players on August 31st active rosters and injured lists. And what about the luxury tax payrolls? Luxury tax payrolls, which are based on 40-man rosters and average annual values, increased 12.2% in 2023, according to MLB's calculations. The Los Angeles Dodgers have topped off-season spending, giving two-way star Shohei Otani a record $700 million 10-year contract and pitcher Yoshinobu Yamamoto a $325 million 12-year deal. Despite this, several teams seem to be cutting their payroll for 2024. Can you tell us more about this? Yes, despite the record revenues of the game, several teams, including the New York Mets, San Diego, Los Angeles Angels, San Francisco, Boston, Colorado, Minnesota, and the Chicago White Sox are on track to cut payroll from last year. This is happening even as some significant free agents are still on the market. What's the reaction from the industry to this trend? Agent Scott Boris has criticized this trend, stating that major market teams are simply cutting payroll and not investing in competitiveness, despite the record revenues. He also pointed out that the decline in spending by just eight teams could amount to over $300 million that was spent a year ago and is not being spent today. What about the impact on players with less experience in the league? With some large multi-year deals for players with little or no major league experience, the gap decreased last year for players with two to three years service who are eligible for arbitration and those who were not. Super 2s averaged $1.96 million last year, down from $2.1 million, and the rest of the two-year class averaged $1.1 million, up from $867,000. That was Simply Sports reporter Michael. Thanks so much for being here. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.